Just it lost took. half of that. Wow. I lost. It's like, almost like that's reference to something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Welcome to our episode about end games. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. There's been a lot of trailer dropping in the past few days. Yeah. And man, they're harping on Taylor Swift's vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to uh, elaborate on that, madam? Sure. In the span of like a couple hours, you got Entertainment Weekly releasing the cover of their Game of Thrones episode, entitling it The Endgame of Game of Thrones. And then you had the Avengers release their trailer for Avengers Endgame. Huh. Now, I'm here for both of those, but they did kind of steal all of that thunder from Taylor Swift, who still did it before. Doctor Strange mentioned it in the movie. Well, I don't know if uh, they want to be your thunder could count. You could steal thunder in something called a song of ice and fire. There's no mention of thunder in ice or fire. But they do mention Endgame. My theory has been destroyed. Because <laughs> I'm just gonna say Taylor Swift wanted to be your Endgame before. Avengers or Game of Thrones had the idea in mind. You must choose. No, please don't make me choose. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, we thought it would be really fun to talk through what we think is going to happen in Game of Thrones and Avengers. And T-Swift's next I mean, endeavors? The predictions for Taylor Swift is she was robbed of Grammy nominations, as was 21 Pilots. And Panic at the Disco. Are you giving predictions or facts? I mean, it was predicted she would get nominations. The predictions had proven false. And now Taylor Swift will wreak her vengeance with her giant snake. <laughs> and probably her entire next album. Yep. It's going to be entitled... Grammy This. <laughs> <laughs> and I am here for it. Ooh, someone's having a party outside. And Kitty is looking for one. Kitty just wants all of the cough drops that are in my backpack. But, alas, she will not have them. You could say she's in her endgame now. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to start with Game of Thrones because we really only got a like 30-ish second trailer spotlight for the next and final season. Yes. So, once again, uh, we are going to be giving spoilers for... Everything before. Everything that coming. has aired and come out. So, uh, if you... Well, yeah, you've been warned. And if we get anything right, it's not a spoiler. Because it was a prediction. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> That's all I have to say. <laughs> Except Kitty is being mischievous right now. Yeah. Take the Kitty. She wants to win the Game of Thrones. I mean... If anyone has a good hang-up for it, it's going to be her. Cersei is her role model. <laughs> she has the poster on her wall. <laughs> All right, so Game of Thrones. Yes. What are you expecting? Well, okay, so, I mean, quick rundown of the trailer. Ice starts covering the map that they use, like, for the opening credits, mm -hmm. like, that similar thing. Ice covers the map, and then fire kind of stops it. So, Song of Ice and Fire. Yep. Wow. Literally. Yep. So I think it covers a wolf. So that means like the Starks are obviously <laughs> going to get hit first and the hardest. 
I think we were wrong. I think the Starks are her favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's gonna be okay. Some of the Starks will probably live. I, I know I've seen some things when people think all the Starks are gonna die, which literally just means Sansa. Yeah. Because she's Because they say, like, Arya will yeah. stay alive. And so Sansa's the only other Stark left. Uh... But yeah, so I think that the Starks are going to get hit pretty hard. Well, they're also closest to the wall. Yeah. And as of the end of the season, we're up there, weren't they? Uh, yeah, so the season ended with the wall being destroyed. Yep. So they're on... They're... But uh, Sansa and Arya are in Winterfell. Yes. So they're right there at the action. Yeah. And so... I'm, I'm pretty sure, not necessarily that we'll get... Just let her be. Uh, not that we'll get a death every episode, but we're getting six episodes. Right. So I'm going to guess that at least every other episode, we get a major death. And, I mean, it's pretty safe to say that every episode is going to give a major event. Yes. Whether What that means, we'll, we'll find out. But it's definitely going to... They're not going to have any filler episodes. <laughs> Uh, no, I by any means. I, they don't have time for filler. No, they're trying to cram uh, a final non-existent book into six episodes. Are they going to be full hours or hour and a half long? I'm assuming at least an hour and a half. I mean, the so last we're basically epi- getting some really a movie of Game of Thrones every week. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure the last one will at least be two hours. Yeah, probably. So, who do you think? through all of it, is going to survive? Uh, I think that... I think John and Daenerys will probably survive. Uh, I don't think that Cersei's gonna make it. I don't think Cersei's gonna make it either. I think Cersei's gonna be a fairly early death. Well, I mean, I even... I even heard that they're they're keeping George R. R. Martin's ending. Yep. They, they did say that they were going to honor that ending... And he said it was a happy ending, but Did considering it, that's who he is, because happy for him, like right. I would say a bittersweet ending. Yes, but you know what? After everything that's happened in that world, I'll take it. <laughs> so whatever that means. My biggest thing is I would like Arya to live. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I I hope she she lives. I don't think. I I I really don't think they would kill Arya, and if they do, I feel like that's. A, that's a cheap thing because she's like the youngest other than Bran and Bran's the other Stark that's still alive. Oh yeah, he is. Uh, I feel like being third-eyed Raven and everything like he has, he'll probably have to make some sort of sacrifice and like, I knew this was coming. I'm cool with it. I see the future. Yep. Bye. Yeah. Cause all the people uh, other than his family, all the people he's been closest to really have died. Yeah. And so I can see him, like, giving that up because it, it's a lot to be the predictor of the future and all that. Yeah. And he doesn't have that much else to do. Oh, I just had a weird thought. What, what if somehow <laughs> uh, Bran's three-eyed raven powers, he passes it on to Arya, and Arya's just, like, super-powered Stark. Well, she also <laughs> was able to do the possess uh, wolf thing, wasn't she? Uh, In the book. Uh, and, like, see through the eyes of a wolf at one point. I know when that, she was blind. Yeah, I know there's a bit where she becomes basically a cat. <laughs> yeah. So. So, I mean, like, it, it's in the books, at least. I don't feel like they visited it that much in the show. She had the predisposition to having some, like, otherworldliness. Yeah. Uh, but. So what, the, I think the big question is, are they going to kill off Tormund? I don't know. 
Because I feel like they had to rework him a little bit because he became so well-liked so quickly. I, I don't think they're afraid of killing off well-liked characters. So I don't think they're afraid of killing off him or killing off Tyrion. Mm. Um, because those ones make sense. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, mean, I could see because I could see this being the end of all Lannisters. Yeah. Well, back to go back to the trailer. Uh, I think it was around King's Landing where you see the fire because yeah. it goes like surrounds the lion, and so it looks like that's where the major defense is going to be. But since it was fire, possibly uh, dragons. Dragon uh, Targaryen Lannister team up. I. But, but hold on. There's yeah. an addendum to that. Uh, we have to move some people out of the way first. <laughs> Cersei. So. <laughs> well, I mean, then we were already getting a Targaryen Lannister team up because we have Tyrion has been with Daenerys. I'm talking about Jaime. Oh uh, yeah. Well, because isn't the prediction somewhere that her brother will kill her? And yes. people always thought it was going to be Tyrion, and it's going to be Jamie. I, oh, yeah. I felt like that was obvious it's gonna two be, seasons ago. Yeah, it's definitely going to be Jamie, And I feel like there's going to be something that's going to happen. And uh, there's going to be, like, here... Daenerys is going to be like, here I am. And Cer- Cersei's going to be like, bring it on. And there's going to be some stuff that happens. And eventually, Jamie's, Jamie's going to kill her and then be like, you know what? I'm in charge now. Do what you need to do, Daenerys. See, but he doesn't like Daenerys or John. I didn't say it was gonna be like no, because I just happy about it. But I just, I don't even know if Jamie would survive. I don't know either. Because here's the thing, I did like I did like Jamie, except Jamie is still a horrible person. But he's gotten he's come such a long way. No, he's still a horrible person. Even after coming a long way, yes. But. Yeah, and so like. <laughs> If you're doing a happy ending, you would think that at least the majority of bad characters would get a comeuppance. I I could see, like I could see Jamie being the only Lannister to live, but I could also just see the Lannister line completely dying. Yeah, I could see any of them. I could see Tyrion being <laughs> the last one. I could see Jamie being the last one. Not. Or I could see none of them. Yeah. Yeah. Not no, Cersei. Cersei's not. She's and none for you, Cersei. <laughs> <laughs> and none for Cersei Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you think that, because I would also, here's the thing, I would laugh so much if everyone died, and the, the Night King ruled, and it was like, no, see, people were evil, let the zombies rule. So everyone dies except Bran, because he was like, I'm sort of the Night King, heh. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted I mean, to I'll end be on that. I, I would be I honest. I just wanted to end on, heh. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the only way I would accept that ending is if he's just like, hey. <laughs> but I could I I don't you, I, I don't think that would happen. No. But if it did, I would and not if be that's what considered the happy ending. George, we need to talk. I would not be the person upset by it though, because I would just be laughing. But the only reason I would say it would be like a happy ending is it would be kind of like the Noah's Ark world reset. Yeah, I definitely think. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. There's, like, probably a handful of people that will probably yeah. make it through this. Um, 
I mean, they've gone through long winters before. It's a constant theme in, in the winter the books and is the, coming. Winter, yeah, winter is here. Com- winter has come a couple of times. They they act like it's gonna be like a big. I mean, it is well. Go- the way that their like structure seems to be is that each season lasts a few years. Yeah, in the books, that's totally not the case. But people age. <laughs> Uh, in the books, it's only been like a year or two, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Sansa's still like, but they, thirteen. But, <laughs> but the kids hadn't seen winter, isn't that the thing? I mean, there there can be like there's a long gap between them. That's what I meant. Like the seasons themselves last years. Oh, so, I thought you meant like the, the no, TV not the TV seasons. <laughs> <laughs> the seasons like fall, spring, summer, winter. Yeah, they last years. So like. The, the younger characters had never seen winter. Yeah. So, and it's, so the whole idea is that winter comes and it will be there for years. There might be people who have, will never see something not winter. Yeah. That kind of thing. But there are some people who have lived through winter. What do you want in my backpack, Arwen? She wants a tic-tac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's all, it's all speculation at this point that they, I think that's one of the good things about the show is that it could be literally anything. Everyone has their predictions and, you know, some of them have come true in the past and so we'll see what actually What unfolds. is your dream ending? Uh, <laughs> for... Uh, my dream ending would be that they... After the Lannister-Targaryen battle... Whoever's left is like, okay, this is stupid. We need to fight the Night King. Because I feel like the the Night King and all the the White Walkers will show up during the battle. And so they have no choice but to be like, literally turn their head and be like, oh. <laughs> well, I, I think that the whole, sorry to interrupt your thing, but yeah. the whole Lannister versus Targaryen thing will last an episode, maybe an episode and a half. Yeah. But I th- and maybe it'll even end with the Night King being just kind of looking over the edge, being like, "Huh, about to ruin your day." <laughs> uh, but I think it would be cool to see, um, like, they come together for a little bit. They defeat the Night's Watch. Um, there's not much left life left because there's no way there could be. Uh, but through whatever turn of events. They reveal that John is the rightful, the rightful king, and he's like, he, "Hold on, hold on, it's my theory, it's my happy ending." And then he's like, "I don't want it, Daenerys. You're so much better than me. I just want to go back to Winterfell." And so he goes back and goes back to Winterfell, does his thing, and Daenerys is ruler of the Seven Kingdoms, in all of their broken states. <laughs> Um, my happy ending is fairly similar, though I could also, so if we're not getting complete mass genocide of all the living people and a world of ice, that'd be, that'd be okay, which is, I would say that's my dream ending because I just want to see, so one of my favorite things to ever come out of Game of Thrones was the reactions everyone had to the Red Wedding. If you watch like the compilation videos, some people just want to watch the world freeze. That's you. You just want to see the world freeze. I just want to see everyone's reaction to the world freezing. <laughs> because it, I have, I am someone who's been like heavily invested in many fandoms. 
and been like the person who just gets like upset or whatever when something happens. As someone who has an enough of a distance between my need for a certain outcome, I would be completely content with a twist ending like that just to see how everyone reacts to it. Because like how it would... Slytherin of you. Well, sometimes you just want the world to be interesting. But other than that, I would love to see Daenerys end up on it. And hopefully we're not getting another of like, you're my cousin, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, otherwise, I also really just well, want... Well, nephew. Oh, yeah. Nephew. Something like that. It, it's very familial. Um, but I would also like to see Arya, like, either become, like, the head of the Faceless Men or become, like, the Hand of the King or something like that. Queen. Queen. Uh Uh, but I would like to see her get something, you know? I, yeah, I, I think she'll... I also would like her to be the one to kill Cersei. I... You mean, like, facelessly, like, as Jaime kill Cersei? Yeah. That would be cool. Like, I mean, because Cersei has been, like, one of the number ones on her list that she repeats to herself, I would love for it to come full circle and she gets to have that moment. Because, mm-hmm. like, I get that there's Daenerys and Jon Snow and gonna, all that. So you want a full-on Mission Impossible pull-off-the-face mask. It's... <laughs> the best, like, setup, lead-in, and hit was Littlefinger. Oh, Yeah. I want to get one more of those because that was just beautifully done. Yeah. And so I because like it just because <laughs> Arya is being such a super creep, and you're like, what is going on? And then it's just like, and you're like, please, episodes, sisters, don't fight anymore. It was a whole stack of episodes. Yeah. That had a huge payoff. So yeah, I and, mean, that would be cool. And so I just like to get have her get her big moment, and I feel like that would be a well earned. I'll moment. raise you a. And Arya and Jamie high five with his golden hair. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's confirmed. <laughs> there, yep. I'm done with that. But that's what I want from Game of Thrones. And that's what you want from Game of Thrones. Yeah. I'm curious of what you guys want for Game of Thrones. Feel free to tweet us. I'm at Amy by the Sea. I'm Case Crusader. And now we're going to talk about Avengers. Oh! Oh, you thought we were done! No. We have a whole other endgame because the movie's called Avengers Endgame. And it's in. Look, you thought the credits were rolling, and there's another scene. Oh, gosh. Are, is the rest of this episode a post credit scene? Yep. Man. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long post credit scene. Not really. No, uh, hopefully not. No, uh, because it endgame. was just a trailer. Yes. So It I was just, just a teaser trailer. Yeah. You see Tony floating through space, talking and recording himself in the helmet because he's about to run out of all of his resources on the ship he's on. Yeah, he's, out of, he's running out of food, oxygen, water, all of it. All of it. We see Steve and um, Natasha. Natasha talk about how the world is over and they're at the Avengers compound, allegedly. Yeah, it very much looks like that. And also Thor's wearing a hoodie. Thor's wearing a hoodie. <laughs> uh, Which means Clint, you know it's sad. Clint has knives. And he shaved his head. And he shaved his head. So we're getting Ronan. And Ant-Man is here too. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I just have to say, this is super well made. Yeah. Uh, Because, I mean, honestly, 
I know they're going to, and I might have to just stay away from it. Uh, any other trailers or anything? Because I didn't, I didn't need any of this to to be willing to spend my money. They already have my money. Oh yeah. But but they if, have to promote that right. Movie. If they're gonna do that, this is the perfect way to do that because minus like maybe one or two shots, this looks to be no more than the first thirty minutes. Honestly, it looks like the first ten or fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah, my thought was like the first fifteen minutes. Exactly. So I think that's like I an think... incredibly smart decision because I hate it when trailers give away <laughs> everything. Uh, I really think the movie will open with the Tony Stark scene. Yeah. Because it feels like the best way to draw in from the only person not on Earth. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, there has been speculation or, like, there are things that seem to suggest, and it makes sense that, uh, I mean, the the whole Thanos wiping away stuff doesn't happen overnight. Uh, and it seems like it could be years before yeah. it's reversed and however it's going to be reversed. A lot of but. casting and a lot of other like shots that you see from all of it suggests some kind of time travel. Yeah. And so it there's likely to be a time jump in either in the story, like we jump and we see what the world is doing 10 years later or we end up having um, them start jumping between realities with, like, the quantum mechanics. Right. Some... Because... I want to know how Ant-Man got out. I mean, I'm sure we'll get it. It'll probably be a funny explanation because it's Ant-Man. I want it to be Lawrence Fishburne. It very well could be. Or Ghost. It very well could be. Uh, Bring Ghost into this movie. I mean, obviously, those two elements are going to be extremely important to this. Yeah. So, all those people that kind of brush Ant-Man off to the side, he's going to be very important for this. And this teaser confirms that. And And uh, it also looks like Steve's going to get to do some stuff. What? Steve didn't get to do that much in this movie. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's all shaved. He's ready to go, which we'll talk about my feelings on that in a minute. No more solid, Steve? (sighs) It was beautiful while it lasted. Uh, (laughs) But... Yeah, the movie in between the Avengers, the movies sandwiched, uh, the stuff in between the Avengers bread, is uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. So you have your peanut butter and your jelly. Yes, and so together they will make the sandwich. Uh, but I think that was definitely done on purpose. Oh yeah. Or maybe accidentally on purpose. Um, I feel like it can't be accidentally on purpose because there are the two. At at this point, they are the two that are pre-Avengers. The whole... uh, Unless the post-credits scene of Ant-Man and the Wasp was a redo, like they went back and shot it, then... Because I feel like... Because Kevin Feige has been quoted as saying... uh, (laughs) And he never says, this is the movie we need to make. He goes to the directors and says, what movie are we making? So I feel like he, and it's and it's been shown that he does give he has his overarching mm-hmm. overarching ideas and plans, but with besides that he's very vague and has gives plenty of creative room, uh, like for example Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of things that he needed to happen in order to make the, the Avengers the big work. Plan. But even with the Avengers, you know, I think there's I see a lot of element of input from the Russo brothers obviously yeah. because 
he keeps bringing them back because they must mesh that, extremely well. That, and they, they do really well with very large ensembles. Yeah. And it takes a lot of skill to manage that many people. Yeah, I mean, and obviously they're not the only ones involved, but uh, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, while it all is planned out and Kevin Feige is overlord of everything there is still room for people to create and tell stories mm-hmm. and tell their own stories. But I think so timeline-wise... I, th- I think uh, I think that was... The end credit scene for Ant-Man and the Wasp was like him being like, this is the one thing I need from you. Yeah, but... So I think when they got slotted into that time slot, they got asked, like, what movie is gonna, do you want to make? But we need to tie it back into the fact that this movie came before it. Right. So I... So I. It seems to be working for Marvel, Marvel where you have someone like Kevin Feige, because they all seem to really get along with Kevin. I hope that he's a great dude. He seems like a nice dude. Uh, nice enough for him to be like, okay, make your movie, but you just need these three. You need yeah. these things. And it seems, hopefully this is the case, that he's very gentle about it. Like, okay, as long as you do these things, we're cool. Uh, I, it's like... It's like that dad being like, I'm not asking for much, just do this thing for me. Uh, yeah. And so, I mean, because they all, they all know that when they sign up for these, that there are things that they need to pr- move yeah. the overall overall story along. And so, it's that but seems to be the case. I wonder, so they've mentioned before that there might be a bigger threat than Thanos. Mm-hmm. So, my wonder is how much of this movie is Thanos... And fixing what Thanos did, and how much of it bleeds into if we're going to get a bigger threat. Or oh, I mean like a Thanos team up? A Thanos team up or a Thanos, like Thanos. a red herring. Yeah. Like Thanos being it could be. removed from the equation by another force first. It could be. It very well could be like Thanos is, because he had his movie, the last one, and the last one, and this one he is probably going to be in some ways shoved to the side at some point. Maybe that's like the big Act Three mm-hmm. thing is uh, whether he, whether Thanos makes it through that or not. There's probably going to be another. Some people have like guessed or thought Galactus or something like that. Yeah, the only thing with that is that it remains. It's uh, the Fox property. It's it's yeah. a Fox owned character. But we don't know. Yeah. There's so didn't was what but didn't Disney buy Fox? Yeah, but there's still a lot of stuff that hasn't really gone through yet. No, I know, but given that this movie was being made during that, I'm wondering if part of the deals they were making was for whatever they needed. But yeah, I mean, it could be it could be Galactus. Um, there, there's a couple of there's a couple uh, of people yeah. that it could be, but or the Kree. They could sneak Kang in, which would be really cool because Kang oh, yeah, is like the Kang... time travel big bad. Well, see, my wonder for that. Is because some of the casting rumors have been, like, um, older Cassie, uh, Ant-Man's daughter. Right. And then a couple other people who look like they could be, you know, Tony and Pepper's kid and older uh, Harper, a kid from Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. And so if they were doing that, that's um, Young Avengers, in which Kang is a very big part of. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we'll we'll see him if we don't if we don't see him in this one, we'll <coughs> we'll definitely see him 
probably in the near future. If we don't see him in this series of Avengers movies, we will probably see him, if this is Phase 4, probably Phase 6. Oh, you, you think it's that far away? I think they that much like they had to set up for like Thanos or they had to set up for having actual Avengers movies, they would need to set up what they need to get to a point where they need that. And I don't know if they can go from but, di- gigantic I mean, bad to gigantic bad. And the other thing with this is, you know, after after this, it's not only the end of phase three, but just a completely, it's, like, everything's, a lot of stuff is going to change in how the Marvel movies work. Yeah, and so and, I feel like they need time to establish that before they can do another, like, Thanos. That's fair. Uh, so the other, there's... Two, there's two people I want to talk about in this trailer. That's really, I mean, because they didn't really, t- they didn't really say anything, other than uh, things suck. Uh, he won. We're all sad. What do we do? Yeah. Uh, and that was enough for me. Uh, but so we mentioned Hawkeye. Yep. If One we, of your favorites. Yes, I do love Hawkeye in the comics and in the movies. I'm hoping he'll get Jeremy his. Jeremy Renner fanboy. I'm a big Jeremy Renner fanboy, and so I hope he gets to do some cool stuff in this. Uh, but I mean, we only get one shot of him, but for me that was enough because there's so much being said with just his face. That is a face of someone who has lost his entire family to this. It looked like they were about to announce his surprise birthday party and he was in the middle of taking a giant poop when this happened because that's how sad this dude looks. Um, I've been reading the old Ben Hawkeye, which is going to be ending, uh, I think next week or maybe this week or next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so I've kind of seen that down and out Hawkeye. And so I think we're definitely going to get a, a, a lot of that. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, just from that shot, whew, he is he is in a rough spot. Uh, because he, he's been trying, his character's been trying to retire for a long time and he's getting dragged yep. back into stuff. Uh, and whew, he's like full on, Punisher mode from this. Uh, but the only other thing I wanted to mention was a couple things with Cap. Yep. Because that's the big thing on everyone's mind. Is they going to kill out? Tony and or Cap in this one? Uh, because he has said that he's done. But uh, the spark of hope that I got, mm-hmm. uh, like my last Jedi spark of hope for Cap is because of two things. One... He shaved. <laughs> that may not seem like a lot, but he's looking very 40s. The other thing is that he looked at the the locket uh, of Peggy. Uh, Peggy. I almost said Penny. Uh, Peggy. Uh, and, and Peggy. And Peggy. Right. So the way he looked at that means that with all this time traveling, somehow, maybe some way, he's a lot of stuff gets reversed or changed or altered, and so maybe that ends up with him being back in the 40s. And he decides to stay. And he decides to stay. But that would be an alternate reality rather than his reality. Because if you don't... If he stays, then there's a lot that could or could not happen. Well... You're the, talking about time the, paradoxes, man. Oh, I know. But if if Frozen Cap stays frozen, and then he... Are like, you saying... but? He'd have to, like, live in seclusion. I was going to say, because then he has to live in secret. And that means Peggy would have had to live in secret. And 
Peggy, we know, goes on to be a founder of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's true, and I don't know. I think it could I mean, it doesn't have to be the 40s. It could be like the but, 50s. <laughs> don't, I don't, don't pull the Winter Soldier That's thing. That's not what me. I'm pulling. What I'm also saying is that, I mean, he's also kissed his niece. Oh, I know. Uh, there's too much incest in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but some sort of resolution there. Uh, yeah, or see, it could be read as that, or it could be read as a a calmness about being done. I just, I, I know, those... I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. It yes, could be... but don't play devil's advocate with my cap, okay? You can play with devil devil's advocate on other things, but don't mess with my cap. Don't mess with my Tony. Tony is the one that like I'm terrified for. It. I have a different connection to Tony than I do to Cap. And I've I, also been I'm angry so, at Cap since Civil War. I'm just very connected to Cap in these movies. And I... I Like, he, my two... <laughs> two favorites uh, that have lasted this long... Uh, well, now Thor is my new favorite. But I think Thor's gonna be fine. Yeah. Thor will, Thor will be okay. Because uh, Chris Hemsworth is super ready and able and still young and still wants to do it. Yeah. He has. A, he still has that fire to do the Marvel movies, um, but yes, Cap and Tony are my two favorites in the MCU, and I mean, their fates have been in jeopardy for a while now. So, yes, I'm still worried, but I just saw that as a possible mark of hope, and so I'm going to cling to that as my little spark of hope until it is wiped out by the Russos <laughs> in a few months. Um, the other thing that I wanted to bring up was so with Captain Marvel. We get the scroll. Do you think there are going to be anybody, since we know Captain Marvel's in this movie, and we know that we're going to see some scroll characters in Captain Marvel, do you think anyone is going to be revealed as a scroll in Avengers? Uh, possibly. I don't know a lot about that. That's what's making me actually really excited about Captain Marvel, is because I don't know a lot of that side. Uh, most of what I know about the scroll, to be fair, comes from Young Avengers. Because you have Teddy Altman, who is, spoiler alert, a Skrull, um, but not a bad guy. Mm -hmm. he, he's Hulkling, and so he discovers that he was one. And his mother, I think, adopted him? I can't quite remember. But he is a Skrull, and so a lot of what I know comes from that. But they're shapeshifters. They can take the form of whatever. So any character that we've met in the MCU, so Arya's a scroll. <laughs> yes, it's all gonna mix together. <laughs> exactly, but all any of the characters that we've met in the MCU, more likely to be the villainous characters than anything else, are up for grabs of having a reveal. Excuse me, had Dion um, have the ability to be like revealed as being a scroll. So I'm curious if we're gonna get any like. OMG, what the heck, my whole world is blown, kind of thing. Like, Hydra level, mind blown? Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, I'm I'm up for it. Uh, whatever, this is... That's the only thing about, like, putting Captain Marvel in between, is that we are now introducing this other... Yeah. ...life form. That's a good point. Uh, I mean, huh. Both of these endgames also featuring Peter Dinklage. <laughs> That's true. He just 
is always around, isn't he? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's all there's... speculation, and like just like with Game of Thrones, there's so many things that could happen, and all the theorizing in the world okay. will mean nothing once the movie comes out. So, what is your dream ending for the Avengers uh, Endgame? Yes. So, uh, everything gets reversed and somehow fixed, but yet somehow, like, because obviously not everything can be fixed, so, like, something has to kind of leak through or going forward, uh, but I just want to see Cap and Tony get retired in some way. I don't want them to die, but if, because I think more than anyone, Robert Downey Jr. needs to be available to make cameos. Yeah. Because that's the whole thing. They're like, if if the MCU starts to drag or, you know, starts dipping in uh, box office returns, all you gotta do is drop a little RDJ in there and that'll spice things up and spruce up your ticket sales. Uh, so, other than that, that's, that's what I'd hope. Um, I would like for, I would like for Natasha and... I mean, Thor's probably safe, but I would like for her not to die. Do you, who do you think will die? That's the thing. Because I'm like, I have all these characters <laughs> that I want to stay alive, but I don't. I'm sure someone's going to make the sacrifice play, mm-hmm. and it's going to probably be Tony or Cap, but this is my happy ending, and so this is what I choose. Why are you sticking... <laughs> ah! <laughs> Arwen says, screw your theory. It's stupid, and it's never going to happen. Uh... For those of you at home who didn't see it, because you can't, uh, she stuck her finger in a cup of water and splashed me. <laughs> and splashed everything. She just wanted to say, I don't tr- trust your theory, Casey. Well, if that's the universe, aka Arwen's way of saying, your theory is pointless and does not matter. So, the end. My only want is that Tony lives somehow. Like, he can be at retired, he can get the the war machine leg brace or whatever he needs to do. Yeah, I just... So, it with Riri Williams, he goes AI. Yeah. And I don't want that. I, I don't want that, too. It works in the comics, but... But it works in the comics because the comics... But he's reset. also not the the Queen of England of a franchise yes. in the comics. Uh, he is very much the face of the MCU. He is... The one who started it all, so I, I think that they should keep him around. Because my worry is that they're like he's the one who started it, so he's the one that ends it. Well, it's not ending after these movies. No, but it would be the end of the chapter. Yes, well. But I don't want that. So my really only want is that he doesn't die. But we'll see what happens. I am going to very much try to resist any kind of spoilers that come out. Um, I think we're probably going to try to see it day of. Yeah. Like, second it drops, I'm, <laughs> I'm there. Yep. Try and stop me. Please don't. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that, I think, wraps up what we have to say about it. Oh, yeah. My last theory is uh, that... It was all a dream? No. That uh, Taylor Swift gets the gauntlet from Thanos somehow. Yeah. And the whole endgame was, in fact, Taylor Swift. And she controls all of reality. Not that far off. (laughs) (laughs) And then she snaps and the Grammys are gone. (laughs) 
and all of the nominees that weren't her. Yep. Or all that the, were robbed. Half of all of the nominees <laughs> are now gone and replaced by Taylor Swift. <laughs> so there you, hear, there you have it, folks. <laughs> you have heard our endgame <laughs> predictions. Yes. In all the sense of the word. Mm. Yes. Uh, I, almost, I almost said world, but... I know. That it sounded a little weird. I was like... Yeah. Okay. So, if you would like to share your predictions with us, please tweet us or Instagram us or anything like that. I am a Marie by the Sea, as I said before. Yes, I am still Case Crusader even after the post-credit sequence. And you can leave a rating and review on iTunes. It helps more people find the podcast. And if you had any other questions, you're welcome to leave it on the SoundCloud because that place lets us see our ratings and comments until the one that iTunes does because we don't have it up yet. But until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye.